passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelts. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I'm Mike J. He's Mike S. We are the mics on mics. This is Drive-By Wrestling, and we spoke about it a little cryptically. Joining us once again, we told you to be prepared, all the way from Germany, WID's own Daniel Grothy. What's up, Daniel? What's up, Mike? Well, hi there. Um, now, first of all, uh, thank you for having me back. Um, that means the last time I was on your show, well, um, you didn't like lose listeners or <laughs> people. We definitely gained um, listeners. Hopefully we can do the same this time. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid that people would be like, who's this guy? I, I what, what, what is he talking about? Why is he on my wrestling show? <laughs> well, hey, I'm so honored to be back. Um, you know, Christmas right around the corner. And um, um, many people don't know, but Christmas is actually a very dark, dark, dark time of the year. But I am yes. sure we will talk about that later. Yes, we will definitely get into that. Mike, uh, how's it going this holiday season for you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I don't <laughs> I don't really have much guys like I know I'm usually just like, well, let me tell you about this guy's huge penis. Uh, or something <laughs> like that. I don't have nothing like that happening to me this week. I don't have anything like I haven't put out a fire, what? nothing like that has happened did we talk but since you i did. put out the fire uh you and i talked last week but i don't know if you told me about a fire so oh, dog. my work building caught on fire three weeks ago and i put so you out. do have one of those stories i might be a fucking hero look I'm okay just i'm not saying look it's not for me to say i'm a hero but it sure <laughs> would be nice if other people started saying it um mike I, you're a hero all right, thank you. Thank you. No, it's cool. The guy that runs the building called me here. I literally, literally saved the building from burning down. So, yeah, that's the thing. I can't believe I haven't talked about that since we've talked. I can't believe I didn't go out of my way to tell people. Well, um, you know. Anyway, that's a, guys, uh, so you're talking to a fucking hero right now. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe my calling is being a firefighter. But I'm just saying this firefighter seemed pretty impressed with me. And if firefighters were pretty impressed with me. Uh, clearly did something pretty dope. So uh, just, just um, all right. Um, that's a classic, uh, um, you know, psychopath thing. You, you, you set the building on fire, and then you, you rescued the people and all that, and, and so Look, congratulations. Dan, I'm going to tell but... you this about me right now. If I'm setting a fire, I surely am not putting it out. <laughs> and, and and the other thing I wanted to say is um, uh, after being a hero and all that, you got your Christmas uh, your Christmas present early, right? Um, with CM Punk returning to WWE. A look in my eyes. <laughs> Do you see? I saw I saw I saw uh, on social media that you said, "Oh my God, now I have to talk about this guy again." Um, a whole episode. A whole show. Yeah. Um, we call it our quarterly CM Punk show. About four times yeah. a year, you got to dedicate a whole episode to him and what he's doing. 
Well, but let me tell you something. I mean, um, the last time I was on, we talked about it and we we made our predictions and all that. And um, some of us were right and others were not. <laughs> but um, but it's it's I, I was kind of well. First of all, I was really like I was freaking out when he came back. Right? I, I think a lot of people did. I saw um, that it was the most shared social media WWE moment ever and all that. But I'm still pissed. You know why? Because Randy Orton, <laughs> Randy Orton came back, looked like a thousand bucks, you know, I mean, he looked better than ever physically and, and, and thing. And then they bring in CM Punk and they completely destroy his comeback. Man, they can't let my man Randy have nothing, can they? <laughs> they can't let him get a comeback. They yeah. I, have a comeback promo on Raw. <laughs> nothing nothing and, no and it was like i mean this guy was hurt he had his uh I, didn't he like have a, a real bad surgery like like uh supposedly a, a back thing. a back fusion surgery yeah yeah right so and 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 and, and then he comes back and looks like that i mean he looks like he had the body of triple h in, in he prime. looks he <laughs> looks like wwe all-stars randy orton the it's, old it's uh, 360 video game like, yes he looks like and, a and, character version of himself. Yeah, yeah awesome. but it looks great. But he looks amazing. And 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 then <laughs> they bring in CM Punk, and of course I marked out, and of course I was like, holy shit, yeah, I was kind of right because I said right Rumble, but I was sure he would be coming back to WWE. So I was like uh, freaking out. And the next thing I thought was, oh my god. Poor Randy Orton. <laughs> Nobody will be talking about him. Nobody. And that's basically what happened. I mean, he did a great thing on SmackDown and, and all that. And But, um, yeah. So I'm pissed, but I'm still kind of happy. <laughs> oh, and a way better promo yesterday on, um, I, on well, SmackDown. I, yeah. I, I was going to ask you, Mike. I, I figured you... Had caught it, uh, Daniel, but I had wondered if you had made it to it, made your way to it yet, Mike, as we're recording this Saturday morning for us here in the U.S. Um, yeah, I got uh, my employees left early yesterday, but I had to hang out. Um, because you burned the building down. <laughs> no, no. Solid plan. They got out. Well, see, I had to hang out because now they need to know that a guy, that a man with skills, and capabilities, saving the building is there, right? They don't feel safe without me anymore. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, I watched it. I had it playing in the background while I was doing paperwork at the end of my night last night, just a punk promo. Um, and then I, I watched it again last night when I got home. So I've listened to it, like, two or three times now, actually. Because you're such a yeah. big fan. <laughs> well, I knew that you were going to be on this show. <laughs> Doing your thing where you're like, oh, see, CM Punk's back. And I was like, well, this probably be relevant to the conversation, being that this is a show about wrestling that I do co host. Uh, right. <laughs> No, it was a, a much better promo than his comeback yeah, well, thing on Raw. I did it a, a second time because I wanted to be able to see his facial features and stuff. 
and how he sold it. And it, it, it did help. Like when he was talking about Seth Rollins and he was like that one guy, like, you mm-hmm. know, facial features and the gestures and stuff made it more, a little bit more impactful. But yeah, this is much uh, better promo. Finally, like that last was terrible. I like, he yeah, liked it too. He was like at the top of the hour, not the end of the show. Well, but the raw promo was a problem for me because it was like um, it was like a, a, a washed out version of his AEW comeback promo it, thing. It was great. It, it, it was the greatest hits. Yeah, and it was like it, it, I was like, oh my god, what will happen? And nothing happened. I mean, uh, and then you say like, uh, oh, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Just to say something. Like, I don't know. It was, like, yeah. Ain't no shit. That's why we all go to work, fuckface. <laughs> right. I, I feel like it was maybe just the fact that, like, if it all legit went down the way it did, being him literally signing before, like, before the show on Sunday or whatever, that maybe by Monday they just didn't have a lot of time to work with it, and then they put him at the end, and mm. he was cut anyway, mm. and he's just like, look, I'm just going to go out and say a few things, and then we'll do the real win the next week yeah. or whatever. A few things I said before, like uh, I did the same stunt on AEW. Already getting his time cut. Also, no, 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 I see what you're doing already, (laughs) Oh, Am I defending him? (laughs) I see what you're doing already. Already. Already, because now he's under under the umbrella of of the E, and and old Papa Hunter over there, which fanboy, and all of a sudden... All of a sudden, it's like, well, I mean, maybe just because, like, you do. Okay. Okay, buddy. All right, man. Hey. Now my eyes are open, and I'm going to be looking at this going forward, okay? All right. I, I haven't. Uh... We've already begun. All right. Well, I mean, Hunter's over there, you know, so, you know. Uh-huh. Well, I, uh-huh. I, I have to say I'm. I'm I... over there, and you're going to start all of a sudden, it's like. Well, I mean, maybe it's not. All right, Mike. All right. Oh, hold on. I am not. I have not jumped on the CM Punk bandwagon again. Not yet. I'm not yet. You want to have? I'm hey, just. Hey, hey, it's okay, bud. I've been waiting for that. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure just you here mocked. to see what well, happens. I mean, as he's, he's I'm sure you mocked out. WWE now. I mean, maybe. I mean, like he was who got me back into wrestling, and it's WWE's back for now. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you marked out because the last time we talked, you said, "All right, I'm, 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 I'm of course I'm going to mark out if it happens." So I, I'm well, sure you did. I did, and I admit well, I said that would happen if it. Nope, no t-shirts. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different because I see wrestlers as wrestlers. I don't care in which company they are. I don't care if it's the WWE, if it's AEW. Blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at the people, and I'm, I'm uh, I've been a punk guy forever, so yeah, for me it was like, wow. Well, uh, Daniel, Mike does not do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, just finally loves everything on the WWE. That is not true. And, and indiscriminately hates everything on AEW. That is not true. I love MJF. <laughs> AEW did not have. The uh, fortune of being the wrestling company that Mike watched when he was sick. I like Adam Cole. I wish he'd get oh, more whoa. stuff to do. I wish he could like make to WWE. <laughs> right oh, I do wish that. That's true. 
That's no, I, true. I think I think that um, you know uh, it's not the same thing as uh, with the Monday Night Wars and all that because AEW had a lot of steam. They they had a lot of um, uh, going for them, but I think it's um, first of all it's always good to have competition, and um, but I think. I, to be fully honest, um, for a short time, I was a big AW guy. I was like, wow, look, they are really building something there over there. And, and it's it's cool and all that. But to be honest, now the WWE has the best roster out there, right? I mean, it, they're better than they've been in a long, 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 long time. And oh, their roster stacked. I, real quick, I'm going to disagree. I think AEW has a better roster. Well, I don't know. Um, I have to disagree. I think that WWE uses their roster in a much better way. Well, for me, the thing is um, a lot of people um, are like, um, you, you know, you, you have the, the talk about maybe MJF leaving and going to the WWE and all that. If that happens, I think uh, it's over, to be honest, because then we have a second uh, TNA uh, impact thing there because um, it's like they have okay they have Chris Jericho they have Sting but Sting will not be there for a long time anymore Chris Jericho is getting old I mean he's still doing phenomenal stuff and I don't know how how he does it um, what guy in cocaine I think but um, I mean, he's doing po- he's doing music podcasts. He was in. Did you guys see that he was in 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 Thailand um, for this indie show? Now um, I saw that. Didn't, uh, yeah. So he's everywhere. But I mean, to be honest, how how long uh, can he do this stuff? Uh, and and um, well, and then you you really don't have any new big stars. I mean, Adam Copeland now is there, but well, he's not a young star um and they've got i i they could build this company around they just don't i just think that the biggest star they have right now um not name wise but talent wise is mjf and if this guy leaves the company it's over that's it's it's just done i mean cody rhodes he's gone back to wwe i i think that He's starting to get. Ah, uh, man, I, I'm really uh, interested in what you think about that because I, th- I I really like Rhodes because of his uh, heritage and, and 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 you know all that, but um, he's being shoved down our throats almost as much as Roman Reigns and John Cena and all the guys before because he's freaking everywhere and I'm starting to get really tired of seeing Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> it's because. Uh, of his sales, I mean, yeah. uh, shove down our throats. Uh, Cody is exactly what you want a fucking WWE superstar top guy to be. Baby face, tie. He, he's got the look. Mm-hmm. He's got the attitude. He sure, sure. Talk, he walks the walk, and uh, it's what WWE does. They just shove someone down your fucking throat. And Cody is their guy. Like Cody is their guy. They priming you just like look roman's great roman's great right but cody you could have on the today no 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 he's not but that's just my opinion (laughs) on the today show you know what i mean 
Cody, you can have on a talk show to promote <laughs> Cody. You could have at, uh, no, he's a work, he's a workhorse, uh, absolutely. Not just a workhorse. Cody is a fucking, uh, he's a politician, buddy. He can go out mm-hmm. there, and fucking smile, shake the hands, kiss the babies, man. He's a guy, yeah, but you know, talk for the company and be a representation of the company. And that's why yeah, I can push so hard right now because they don't have anyone that can be a professional representative. That's why the Miz is still doing things. Mm-hmm. See, but this is the thing. Um, and for me, this is the difference between, between sports entertainers and wrestlers. And I know this is um, this WWE thing, we're sports entertainers, but all that. So Cody Rhodes, for me, is a sports entertainer, right? The Miz is a sports entertainer. Uh, this what's this um, Stone Cold clone, uh, LA Knight? He's a sports entertainer. Uh, CM Punk is a wrestler. Um, I to- okay, so I totally disagree with you because Cody Rhodes <laughs> is also a wrestler. <laughs> well, of course, but uh, like a guy who sold who sold out a little because. Let me finish here because you're about to make yeah, an sure. argument that CM Punk is living the gimmick and he's the one true blah blah blah. I get all that right. No, no, not, not the, the one exact true. Exact same thing. Cody's doing the exact same thing, just in the utmost 1982 baby faced way. Like he's doing the exact same thing. He's living the gimmick right, right now. He is he's, working he's, everyone. He's works everyone. Everyone. Look he's doing. He uh, Tell me this man isn't a wrestler, Daniel. Look what he did after WWE. <laughs> Are you serious? He's, uh, he went and worked every no, I'm, I, in the world, I'm, man. I'm, had matches with the top stars all over the world. Went and made yeah. a wrestler. AEW exists. A wrestling company exists because this man was such a pure wrestler. And you're going to tell me. No, he shoots some pipe no, no. bombs and this guy comes out no. with a half face. No, 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 no. He's not. He's a sports entertainer. No, man, we're talking about the son. We're talking about the son of the son of a plumber right here. We're talking about a man that learned, learned directly from the mouth. uh, The mouth. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that energy, man. Yes. Come on, baby. Yes. Kill me. Come on. Kill me. Look at the son of the son of a plumber, baby. You ain't gonna tell me that Dusty's baby boy ain't a wrestler. You ain't gonna tell me, huh? No, this he's a sports a entertainer. I'm, I'm telling no, you, he's a sports this entertainer. This man is a wrestler, um, and he's living you know it just the same as his daddy did. Man, he's a true blue baby face, American hey, hey, made. Just, just promise me something. <laughs> just promise me something. All right. Please don't light another building on fire just because of that, right? Um, so I, I feel your emotion here, but no, I, I, for me it's it's um, well, uh, yeah, AEW exists because of him, and then when people started, you know, not cheering for him so much anymore than before, he uh, went back to WWE. I, 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 I just think fans don't understand his gimmick. No, it's I understand it. The gimmick is I'm, I'm 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 my father. That's his gimmick. 80s baby um, His father plus a little bit of flair. Let's yeah yeah. No, and I and, and, and I I don't I don't disagree that he's um that he's a wrestler. I just say he's now in WWE. He's I mean I I saw him a few uh, weeks ago in Munich Life and and he's doing great stuff, but he's still more the sports entertainer and um. 
for me, a sports entertainer is someone you can bend and, you know, you can use for, for all this stuff. And again, not because, oh, CM Punk is the only one. He's not the only one. There is MJF. There are other guys. There are tons of other guys. Um, Alistair Black, by the way, uh, I, I have dude, big I respect for this guy. Lives the game. Um, totally. And um, there are so many out there. But because we're talking about Rhodes and Punk, and you just had your... Um, I, I don't even know what this was, a kind of meltdown and attack or something, but that's yeah. cool. Because, you get very passionate because, about things. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're passionate. Well, hey, well it, obvious it, who I, doesn't I, listen to the show, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, we just called you out, sir. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> all right, it was nice to be here, guys. Uh <laughs> No, I, I can't leave because I have um, I have a big announcement. Well, here, let me let me stir the pot a little bit. Yeah, let me, you're, let you're me stir the, the pot master. a little bit. Yeah, uh, we're we're talking pro wrestler versus uh, sports entertainer. It almost sounds like a pro wrestler is just someone who can't be a sports entertainer. No, I think uh, <laughs> it's possible. But 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 it's still can be a wrestler, right? But if you can't be molded into what the company needs, are you a sports entertainer? And are you worth it? Um, I think I I have this <laughs> no, I have this I, I have this thing in my mind with uh, a sports entertainer is someone who is um you know able to play this character for everyone like for children for 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 everyone like uh, with no real edges you know like like uh like Dwayne the Rock Johnson now in Hollywood or something like this almost this cartoony thing and i think the real wrestlers were people who did shoot fights who were not always like like stone cold He's not a sports entertainer in my mind. Definitely not. Or, um, you know, like um, the real guys from the territories and all that. Like not being PG just because you have to sell tickets or just to, to you have to uh, make your boss happy or something. People who sometimes step over the line and do stuff like uh, was it Jericho who burned the the flag in when when they did the house show and I I remember I I don't remember where it was but I think Chris Jericho burned a flag or something and and was like a real scandal the, those those things to me are things a wrestler does a pro wrestler does and a sports entertainer would never do. silence <laughs> i think we were like trying to figure out which one of us was gonna go first go ahead mike um okay so i vehemently disagree with everything you just said uh, <laughs> and, and i love it um okay a sports because 
maybe that's why I do a show about paranormal stuff and you guys do a show about wrestling. <laughs> right, right. Cause, cause I'm going to be real. I don't know anything about paranormal stuff. And I don't really <laughs> care about it. Um, so, that's not true at all. We talk. Uh, that's so, not true at all. Also, me and Mike are far from experts at pro yeah, wrestling. Let's, um, <laughs> These are all opinions. They're just like assholes. Everyone has them, and you, most of them stink. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> although I don't disagree with – I, here's what I, I, I it's like I, I agree with what you say. I just don't agree with your terms that you use for those people. That, may, that might be a German thing. Um, <laughs> sports entertainment. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a sports entertainer. I, I, yes, I back just that. Flat out. He's not a wrestler at all. Like he was at one point in time. Like when he was in WCW, he was a wrestler. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the character Stone Cold Steve Austin is sports entertainment, maybe in its purest form, maybe in its purest form. Is it him being himself? Yes. Is it an over-the-top character that does not exist in real life and purely exists in form of entertainment? Absolutely, 100%. He's not, mm -hmm. That's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Um, ECW. Did they really get bloody and was it like R-rated, hard R? Yeah, hell yeah. It's sports entertainment as purest form because I'll be real. Most of those guys couldn't even fucking wrestle. Mm -hmm. Most of those guys. Like, like I'm going to throw this one out there. Axel and Ian Rotten was a goddamn bloodbath. But both those guys both might be fucking mentally retarded. You know, I've met <laughs> Ian Rotten numerous times. To I'm pretty totally sure, agree. I'm pretty sure he's fucking retarded, right? <laughs> um. Also, also, just anybody that like I know that listens to this, like if you see Ian, tell him fuck you, fuck you, Ian, you fucking piece of shit, fuck you, fuck you, fucking scumbag, and your stupid fucking fiance too. Fuck the both of you, you fucking scumbag thieves. Fuck I don't you. know what what's going on. You you must Ian have. Ian Rod um, is a wrestling promoter in the Midwest, and he's a piece of I, shit. But he was a wrestling. Well, We'll have to find the show to refer you to, Daniel. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 back, piece of shit. Also, I he's talking think... about bringing IWA Mid South back. If you go to an IWA Mid South, talking to anybody that listens, if you go to an IWA Mid South, if you pick back up with them, you're fucking dead to me. Um, so <laughs> something happened with uh, the fire and 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 you, Mike. Uh, something really. happened. Cat just ripped me off <laughs> for like a, a super amount of money, like like a re like like a ridiculous amount of money and it wasn't just me it was a bunch of people bunch bunch of fans he just stole money from so yeah um anyway so like i'm gonna tell you like we're axel and ian rod bloodied the fuck up in a barbed wire match in ecw in 1998 yeah man like yeah was it like was it real like yeah but it was still sports entertainment like ecw was sports entertainment man even though they beat the shit out of each other like i think the difference with wrestling is here's the difference with wrestling, right? And sports entertainment. Um, wrestling is, I have this belt, so it means I'm the best. And if you think you're the best, come take this belt from me. And then two guys go into a ring and they have 20 to 30 minutes of a amazing in ring performance, right? That's so basic. That's wrestling. Sports Basically entertainment. Basically, what um, sports entertainment just, is a guy driving a beer truck to the ring. 
<laughs> and spraying everyone down with it. All right, okay. I agree. Wrestling is about the performance and the, I'm using air quotes, sport. Right? That's wrestling. The, the in-ring sport. performance. Sports entertainment is everything else. And I do agree with you that there is a difference between a wrestler and a sports entertainer because I think it was pretty obvious that Cesaro was not a very good sports entertainer. but he Very is, good wrestler. But he is a goddamn brilliant mm-hmm. wrestler. Right? Yep. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being either one of those things. I also want to no. point out Chris Jericho can do both. And he does right. both. Well, not anymore. I take that back. Chris Jericho is a sports entertainer now. He used to be able to do both. Uh-huh. But Daniel Bryan is good at both. CM Punk is good at both. Cody Rhodes is good at both. The Miz is a sports entertainer. All right. I agree. Um, can we, just because I, um, I want to, you know, I want to hug you um, and, and mentally here um, because I feel the energy and I feel all that. Um, it's almost like we're going to start to have a wrestling match soon. Uh, <laughs> I get passionate, man. I get passionate. Yeah, and it's cool because we. Hey, there is not much in the world to be passionate about, and um, that's why I think you guys are great, and I think this sport is great. And so, just just to, can we agree on something? Maybe we can agree on this. I think the best real wrestler right now is Gunther. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. See, I fixed Mm -hmm. it. Yep. (laughs) I fixed it. We agree. Okay. Hey guys, this is what I want to do. Let's, I got one more thing I want to get opinions on. And then I want to go into some holiday, uh, quote unquote cheer. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I think it, broke maybe yesterday or thursday uh tna wrestling partners with endeavor streaming to distribute its on-demand subscription service tna plus starting january 5th uh endeavor is who is currently the owner of wwe and ufc uh going into business with tna wrestling does this mean anything is it a convenience thing is this a forbidden door being opened uh thoughts opinions dixie carter was backstage on raw merger merger (laughs) yeah but does dixie have anything to do with them anymore do we know know? Uh, uh you guys uh this is fun can you hear me hold on yeah this is fun my wife went to what? take a shower and turn the Bluetooth speaker on. <laughs> so she just got an earful of you guys on Bluetooth while she was taking a shower. Oh, uh, well, that's great uh, sports entertainment, right? Okay, there we go. There's uh, a lot worse things she could get an earful of while taking right. a shower. Yeah, sports I'm entertainment. Not much, but, you know. Computer attacks, maybe just what? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mike, I, I haven't heard those news, and it's insane because uh, I, I, it looks like all of the companies are, except for AW, um, <laughs> are are becoming this super company thing. 
Um, I, I personally, I'm, I'm very excited to see um, UFC talent showing up in, in uh, WWE. If that, I think it will happen. Um, I think it will too. I think it's only a matter of time, uh, especially guys that maybe want to slow down, guys and girls that want to slow down in the yeah, like Conor McGregor, for example. World, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, man. I don't. Of course not. No, I'm just like, look, look. <laughs> this hey, I, I, is I still, 2023. I still... We all are very aware, very aware. That wrestling is not real fighting, right? Very Don't aware say of it something. to the point. Hold on. Very aware you, of it to you, the Go ahead. The next thing you're going to tell me is that Santa Claus is not real. No, he is not totally real. I really, I really do not appreciate that around Christmas. He is 100% you know? real. <laughs> we all know that. Uh, no, what I know, I, like, I, I only don't like it for one reason, right? Because as soon as a UFC fight, think about any time a UFC fighter has shown up in wrestling, immediately you're like, oh, they'll fuck up everyone here. And they immediately make everyone else look weaker because you know that they're a real badass. Like, Except like, for uh, uh, like, Ronda Rousey. No, no, Ronda Rousey, who held the belt and went undefeated for the entire year she was in the company. Ronda Rousey, who had amazing matches with everybody. Ronda Rousey, who shit canned everybody. <laughs> Let's talk about Shayna Baszler, that were undefeated for two years. Mm. Uh, Brock Lesnar, who immediately came back and was just like, uh, beat everybody. Sh- um, Shayna, Shayna, by the way, is way better than Rousey. I agree. Way better. I agree. But it's just like once you start bringing in legit fighting superstars, it makes like 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 if Conor McGregor showed up and Seth Rollins popped down to the ring, you'd be like Conor McGregor's gonna knock this dude clean the fuck out <laughs> in twelve seconds. Like no one thinks Seth Rollins can fight Conor McGregor. Like, I'm going to be real. I've watched Logan Paul box. I don't think most of these dudes could beat Logan Paul up in a real fight. Um, can I say something real quick? Um, no. Well, and just... CM Punk, I got him. No, I can't. All right. Thank you. Okay. No, go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. No. I, I just wanted to say, because you mentioned Logan Paul, I'm so freaking impressed by this guy. Dude's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane what he's doing in a wrestling ring. It's insane. When when uh, the whole thing started with him, I was like, come on, this, this Logan Paul. And then, I mean, this guy is so unbelievably talented. It's crazy. And um, I, I, I really think that uh, he has a lot of passion for the business. And you can see that. Just I, I agree. <clears throat> I it, I agree and living the gimmick, right? Absolutely. Right? Uh, like he is never potentially America's that. biggest celebrity heel, just <laughs> as he exists in the world anyway. Right. So to transition him into a wrestling heel and just be himself is just Yeah. Is is pretty he, good. I didn't he, I didn't dude, expect that might, at, at all. He, he might also Dude, I'm just saying. Is is he CM Punk also? 
Is he? Can we put Logan Paul in that like cat is with cat like Cody and CM Punk? Like he's living the gimmick, right? He's really one hundred percent, fully one hundred percent living the gimmick. One hundred percent. And and there's a tie-in. I don't know if you know Isn't that. Isn't it but wild a... that he's one of the purest old school pro wrestlers that exists right now? Yeah, it's it insane. Is. It it is wild, and there is a tie-in. Um, with uh, wrestling and the paranormal, because I don't know if you know, but um, Logan Paul owns footage of uh, uh, one of the most insane UFO videos, sightings ever. And um, just insane. You know James Fox? Um, The guy who made the... um, the, uh, the, the documentary about the Virginia case and um, and um, uh, the um, well the last three great UFO documentaries um, he brought Logan Paul on the map when he talked about footage of a UFO over a car with two guys um, uh, orange glowing thing. Um, and there's one guy, I, I don't know the name, I forgot the name, um, who has this footage. And Logan Paul went to this place with a lot of money and said, I want to buy it. And the guy said no. So Logan Paul filmed it with a hidden camera. And he has <laughs> this footage. And um, there's um, an episode of his podcast where he talks about it. Logan Paul has this footage illegally taken while um, being shown a film of a UFO over a car um, with two guys in it, and um, he's not releasing it. He's um, he said I'm I can't release it right now and all that. You can check that out on his uh, X account, Twitter account. Um, yeah, so there's a tie. Uh, sports entertainment wrestling Logan Paul also has one of the best UFO footages ever in his possession and he's not releasing it I'm gonna have to check that out and since yeah since we did a little transition there yes yes that is why Daniel is a professional radio show host uh no let's transition (laughs) you are you are. Let's transition, guys. It's the holiday you season. Tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holiday season. Uh, what better time? I don't know if we want to dedicate it all to it. I don't know. I'm got basic knowledge, but in, we all, all of us, America, Germany, Europe, you know, we all know good old Saint Nick, right? Right. But. What about his polar opposite, I guess we could say? And that is one Krampus, who maybe didn't get a lot of talk over here in this side of the world and over in North America, but within recent years has kind of come into our lore and storytelling, too. Daniel, do you want to inform those who might not know a little bit about our uh, horned friend Krampus? (laughs) Sure. Um, well, first of all, Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, right around it. the corner. Oh, I love it. And, um, I still have, um, 
a little announcement to make, um, and um, but I think we're going to do this at the end of this show. Um, Stay what tuned, did you folks. do? Because you guys, you two guys, you the the one who's fighting with me today, and the other <laughs> one who's very kind to me. Um, <laughs> but I still love you both. Um, Don't worry, Mike hey, and I fight all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 um it's it's Christmas, and um, I just want to say I love you both, and it's... I love everyone, um, because that's important. Because Christmas is like this love thing right it's it's about love and loving the family people and friends you. man family yep. and friends no it's not because christmas is freaking dark um mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i think um the thing with krampus right it's um krampus is a thing that kind of transitioned into pop culture with uh the movie krampus by yeah. the guy who did uh, the Halloween thing. Um, uh, what was it called? His first movie. Pretty trick, great. Trick or treat. Trick or no. treat, right? Was he the trick or treat yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he made this Krampus movie, and uh, I love it. I watch it every uh, year around this time. So, but um, Krampus himself is something here in Germany and in Austria and uh, in Europe. Um, it's it's almost a demon kind of thing. And it's very different from what the movie did. Oh, I was because, just getting ready to ask how accurate the movie was to the myth. No, it's, it, it, yeah, it's not really accurate because Krampus is... Um, well, here in Bavaria, where I'm, where I'm living, is uh, the, the, it's a normal thing. You have uh, Saint Nick, um, not the Santa Claus that Coca-Cola made for the United States. You guys might know that, but the look <laughs> and all that of Santa Claus is um, from an ad campaign for Coca-Cola. So <laughs> the, the um, basic... Um, Saint Nick thing is um, of a real saint, Saint Nicholas. Um, that's why in Bavaria he he does not have his signature look like in the United States with um, all that, but he looks like a like a priest almost, like um, has golden clothes and all that, and uh, yeah. But he's um, always. Uh, he always has his little helper with him, and that's Krampus. And Krampus is like he's a, a horned demon kind of figure because you have Saint Nicholas, who's, um, yeah, the protector of children, who's giving presents, but you have Krampus with him, and he punishes the bad children. And it's unbelievably dark because Krampus, Krampus is the guy who punishes children and sometimes takes them away in his sack and eats them. Um, it's it's a real like um, we we have on the sixth of December there's uh, Saint Nicholas Day uh, here in Germany. So it's the day where Saint Nicholas comes to your house and gives you presents if you've been nice. And 
if you've not been nice, he brings Krampus with him or uh, sometimes Black Peter because there are different um, things in the Austrian German uh, uh, region, it's Krampus, and in other parts of Europe, it's Black Peter or Belsnickel. If you heard Belsnickel, I think that's something in uh, the United States too, in Pennsylvania, um, in that region, people know Belsnickel. But it's always his dark companion. It's the one who punishes the children. And it's so freaking dark because he eats children, he tortures children. Um, he um, beats them with sticks. <laughs> he beats children. Um, he takes stuff away from them. He turns out the lights in the homes of children so they're sitting in the dark and all that. And um, and that's why people used it to be like, hey, you have to be good. You have to be nice all year round because if you're not. No, there won't be Saint Nicholas or Santa Claus um, coming. It will be Krampus or Black Peter, and um, he will take you away. So yeah, um, we have something that's very strange here uh, in uh, Germany and in Austria, and um, that's Krampusnacht, Night of the Krampus, Krampusnacht. That's um, uh, the the the, trans the translation is night of the Krampus and <clears throat> this is celebrated around here uh, and um, it's pretty insane because people are dressing up in Krampus outfits like um, with horns and you know all that stuff and they're running wild through uh, the cities on Krampusnacht and Krampusnacht is on the fifth of December. So it's one day before the 6th of St. Nicholas. And they're getting really drunk. And this is <laughs> not a joke. They're, <clears throat> this is not a joke. They're getting really drunk. They're, they're dressing up in those demon clothes. Um, and people have been hurt through this stuff because they're like 30, 40, 50 people dressed up in those clothes with sticks and fruits and and stuff and 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 they're um starting to to punch people in the crowd and um scare the children and it, it's insanity so drunk people dressed as krampus demons are running through the cities like really punching and and biting and shoving people it's insanity um but it's part of Christmas in Austria and uh, Germany. You have no idea. You should see that. If, if people have the chance, go go to YouTube and um, look for for uh, uh, Krampusnacht or uh, Krampus Night or Night of the Krampus and watch the footage of those Perten. They are called Perten. Um, when they um, really start to hit people with sticks and all that, it's insanity. And 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 children are afraid of that. And parents <laughs> bring bring their children to those events to make them afraid to say, "Hey, this this is going to happen to you if you're not nice, right? <laughs> if you're not nice, you're gonna be hurt by the Perten, by the Krampus. Um, very dark, very dark." Um, so yeah, um, we have this um, 
and of course it's a religious thing um we have krampus as the counterpart to santa claus or saint nick or however you want to call him um as this demon kind of figure that um punishes people who've not been nice the nice ones get the presents and it's all about love but the people who are um, misbehaving are going to be punished by a horned fur-wearing demon thing. Call it Krampus, call it Belsnickel, call it the wild man, call it uh, Black Peter, but it's always the same kind of figure. And I think it goes back way, way further um, with uh, the satyr you know, like like the the the, the Greek mythology creatures, um, who've been uh, half animal, half human, and um, yeah, so that that's a very dark part of Christmas. I sent you guys <clears throat> in uh, Messenger a photo that has Saint Nick as the saint and Krampus with him, who has a like legit old school farming pitchfork in his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And 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 exactly that. I mean, this is an audio format, but people should see that because maybe you can uh, put it somewhere in your um, uh, description because this is exactly what it is. And you see, there is a child praying. Saint Nick with his priest-like thing um, is standing. And the kid is praying, and there is this devil-like Krampus thing with the pitchfork um, ready to roast the child, because that's something Krampus does, um, using the pitchfork to roast the child. I mean, how insane is that? <laughs> and, and, and the child is praying. Like it's it's it, it's not like in the States, like where, oh, Santa Claus is coming down the chimney and he's filling my socks. No. Um, there is Saint Nick, and he's asking the child, hey, have you been nice? Because if not, right there behind me is my demon friend Krampus with his pitchfork, and he's going to roast you over a fire. Um, so you better be nice. Um, I think it's insanely creepy to think about that children are um, conditioned in this kind of way. <laughs> You should yeah, you should all weird. see that. Yeah. It's it's really weird. It's 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 really weird. It's something religion does, but it's really weird. And um those Krampus um uh, figures always have this um like like the satyr, like um this hooves like like a goat um hooves and a long tongue and horns and it's it, it's so freaking creepy. Um but it's a part of Christmas, and it's um, in Europe, at least. And, and I, I saw it starting to become a thing in the United States, too, um, because of the movie, but also because people love dark shit, um, to be honest. And so it's um, getting more and more and more and more uh, exposure in the States, too. Um, but the tradition is there is St. Nick. Santa Claus, the nice guy, and then there is the poor darkness, and that's uh, Krampus or Black Peter or uh, Belsnickel. I have a question. 
I was waiting for that. (laughs) You had a a, named a bunch of punishments. Yeah. The Krampus is our is the severity of punishment based upon the level of poor behavior from the child. Here's the fucked up thing. Not at all. You just you know (laughs) you've been you've been naughty or nice. If you've been nice, hey, here is your present. If you've been naughty, hey, here is your pitchfork, um, and you've been, you will be roasted, well, or you will Christian be tortured. Well, you know that, Mike. Definitely tell the old Christians made that one up with the uh, <laughs> effect of that. You're either good and you get a present, or you're bad and you get tortured. Yeah, well, exactly, like, and that's it. And there is not even, you know, like, hey, uh, because. Sometimes in Christianity, it's, um, well, you have uh, different kind of um, bad things you can do. And you, you, you know, this is not as bad as this. And you know what I mean. But here it is just pretty simple. Um, oh, you misbehaved? Well, um, I will torture you. Oh, uh, you did not misbehave. Here is your bar of chocolate. And you know, uh, I don't agree with the trade-off there as well. Uh, <laughs> so your options are bar of chocolate or torture. And I just feel like there's a huge disparity. Yeah, but but hey, there's there's one there's one cool thing. Um if you live through the torture, you get a sack of coals. Oh, <laughs> because oh, yeah. yeah. We've got that going for us. Yeah, you need them because it's damn cold outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, just a little um, thing here. We had, like, it was insanity. I sent you guys the photos. We had um, snow here, like, in Mm -hmm. not, you know, like, it's been 15 or 20 years. Um, Insane. We had um, the snow of Four years over uh, one day, over one weekend, to be uh, to be uh, specific, and everything was shut down. You know, buses, trains, nothing. I mean, it was insane. There were like a meter of snow. Um, I don't know um, with 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 metric system what what's a meter. Um, but you guys know what a meter is, right? We're vaguely familiar with the meter. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Three feet, three feet, three inches, or something like that. Some, yeah, yeah, three feet around three, three feet of snow on the cars overnight. <laughs> um, three feet, three feet, three point three seven inches. Sorry, I was close. Yeah, and that <sighs> overnight as snow on the cars, and we didn't have that like in forever and um and after that it uh everything froze over so the stuff got really hard and um yeah insane we we it was just it was really insane because i personally i'm 40 years old now i never experienced that everything was just on hold nothing you know no buses no trains people didn't go to work crazy and it was last weekend so yeah merry christmas um <laughs> mm. 
was frost um, bark. was the frost bark. If you guys are watching Monarch, never mind. Maybe you'll get that. <laughs> yeah, Monarch, Le- Legacy of Monsters, and uh, what an amazing show on Apple TV. Yes, it's very good. By the way, also, Godzilla Minus One is outstanding. Top three all-time Godzilla Can- movies. Can't wait to see it, man. I'm 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 still waiting uh, for it to pop up somewhere where I can watch it. But um, fan of the G-Man, you will love this movie. I'm a big fan of the monstrous Godzilla over the heroic Godzilla. Yeah. So yeah. this was just very on point for me. Just just a quick thing to Monarch, um, because I really fucking love this series. Um, isn't it? I love that there's finally world building within Godzilla. Because you always yeah. Godzilla show up, destroy, leave, end a movie, right? End a movie. You finally get to see how the world reacts. Yeah, the character building is great in Monarch. And um, there's one shot that really, um, not to go off topic here too far, but what really got me was um, for people just that you know that um, Kurt Russell is playing a character and his son is playing the character and basically his son is playing Kurt Russell in young. Right. Um, so, and there was this one shot where they blend over young Kurt Russell (laughs) to old Kurt Russell as his son to his father. And it was insane because those two look like identical. (laughs) It was a great shot. I got like goosebumps. It was like, oh my God, how great is that? So um, just if you do not have watched it yet, watch it. It's one of the Apple TV shows that really is worth the whole Apple TV thing because it's great. It's just great. Yeah, it is. Don't watch The Changeling though if you have Apple TV. No, never. Do just <laughs> avoid, avoid that and watch Monarch. So, um, I have, I have, I have more because Krampus. All right, Krampus is starting to become mainstream, but um, there are other things I found uh, really, really dark about Christmas, and it's um, traditions. It's uh, things that um, we uh, do almost every year, and it's oh, it's Christmas and it's beautiful and all that. Now you know the Nutcracker, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, of course. It's, 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 have, it's just, my wife has eight of them in our living room right now. Yeah, right. I Ooh, have she's a, a nutcracker one. collector, Mike. Oh, we've got nutcracker. <laughs> oh, we've got. Are nuts. you are you nuts, crack? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> it, like, look, I'm gonna say she's she takes care of them, all right? <laughs> right. No, but 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 you know we we all have um and and this is something I find kind of interesting because it's um the Nutcracker is all around the world it's in the states it's here in Germany the Nussknacker and um, I have a big one uh, standing right in front of my door here for people uh, to see so do you guys know the actual story of the Nutcracker I feel like I used to but I don't remember it. <laughs> I, All right, I it's, that, it's, that they do the the music with. The yeah, but yeah, 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 that's the musical piece. But do you know how dark the story around the Nutcracker is? No, because no. Daniel, yeah, I because point out, my man, I think it's probably t- I haven't heard a lighter from your end yet. 
I think maybe you're right. Uh-huh. Do you hear that? Maybe, there we maybe go. my noise. There we maybe go. my noise. Maybe my noise canceling is too good because I smoked. No, I heard like it. Half, uh, okay. I, I smoked it. half a pack during the show. <laughs> All right, the Nutcracker because I found this is um, this is something um, people should know um, and have a holly jolly Christmas with that in the back of their head. Maybe. Uh, on Christmas Eve, when you're um, with your family, you can tell them about the Nutcracker because basically the story is this: a seven-year-old child. Um, this is already very, creepy. Just with that statement, go ahead. Was very, very, very alone, and she felt alone, and she had no friends, and um, she was kind of odd, and people did not like her, so she was alone. But she had this toy. Um, she wanted to um, be friends with this toy. She wanted this toy to be alive. So um, she made a pact. She made a deal. Um, not specifically with the devil, but she made a pact. And uh, she knew about, I don't know why she knew about black magic, but she did. So, um, well, she started to cut her arms open <laughs> to make this deal. And the blood was flowing from her um, veins and her beloved toy came alive. It was a nutcracker. And, um, well, she's a young girl and made this pact. So she now has this friend, her toy that is alive, the nutcracker. But there are rules because she made this pact. And the rules are that she has to move away from her home, from her parents, and marry the Nutcracker in toilet. And so the Nutcracker took her because of this pact and made her his wife at seven years old. And that's where she lived forever with the Nutcracker. And this is not a joke. This is the original story of the Nutcracker. Well, that's pretty messed up. What? <laughs> yeah, you can you can look that up. I mean, that's the original story, and it's um it's insane because there's pedophilia in it. There's yeah, there's like there's like satanic stuff in it, and um and that's the Nutcracker, and 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 we are well putting those figures uh, around the houses and in front of our doors. And we're like, oh, it's a nutcracker. Oh, look, it's cute. No, it's not. It's 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 a horror story, basically. Got just wow. A pedophile monster sitting in my living room right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have about 20 minutes, 25 minutes from our house and a a town called Studentville, Ohio. They have a whole nutcracker village they put on display. So I can yeah. ask my wife if she wants to go walk through the display of pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, and tell her about cutting your arms open, please. Um, <laughs> because um, it's it's important because if you do not cut your arms open, the nutcracker won't be, you know, alive. No, it's 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 pretty creepy. I mean, look, and this is something I find so fascinating about this time of the year, Christmas. 
is basically a ramped up version of Halloween. Why? Well, Christmas is around the darkest time of the year, right? When we Correct. are celebrating Halloween, it's still the end of summer. It's it's just the transition phase into the dark um, time of the year. Christmas, it doesn't get darker than Christmas. And um, we have all those traditional things like um, it, 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 it's dark, it's cold. People didn't have food back in the days. And Christmas is almost like, uh, like I said, a ramped up version of Halloween. Now, even in in um, Christmas songs, like uh, think about um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. There is um, there is a, a, a saying in that song that says. Um, it, it it tells you about ghost stories. It's the time to read ghost stories, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Be, yeah, because people were like sitting around fires without anything to eat in the cold and were telling ghost stories and were telling stories about the end of the world. And um, if, if spring came and they survived, well, it was like the party you, you never saw, right? It, it's like... This is the darkest, coldest time for people who have nothing. Now, we live in different times now, and we have our neon lights and our Christmas trees and, and, and meet with our families and have those those feasts and, and you know, oh, we, we eat and all that, and the same as with Thanksgiving. I mean, think about it. As soon as the cold season starts, that was a dog. That was my dog. Sounds like, Sorry about that. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. you know. Mikey's by the way, Mikey, um still kicking. He's um he's twelve years old and still uh, um uh, rocking. So <laughs> I love dogs. No, but but think about it. Um the times are getting colder, darker, people had nothing, so um how insane is it that we now in the in the modern world, um, are exactly at the time Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, are feasting and eating, and because people way back there, uh, way back then, had nothing, and it was like the darkest, scariest times because you could actually die from the cold. Now we have our our uh, heating and all that, but people then, well. They didn't have that. So for them, this was the darkest time of the year, starting with Halloween and ending when spring came with Easter, you know. So um, it's a very dark time. A lot of people died. A lot of people starved. And um, all the traditions with with uh, the jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween, um, carving horror faces into vegetables to scare away the ghosts of the winter. Um, 
the stories about Krampus and the demons and all that shit coming on 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 Christmas. Um, it's because people were afraid to die because of the cold, because of hunger, because of being alone. And we kind of turned it around. We're using this to, we're, we're, we're celebrating all being together and all that, but it's still the same thing. We're still saying, all right, it's getting cold outside. It's getting dark. It's something that people in the modern world are still afraid of. Darkness, cold, and all that. And I think that this time of the year, Christmas, is um, it's a very special time, a very dark time. And of course, it's beautiful because we have found a way to have the lights and care for our families and all that. But it's still something deep down in our roots that feels like, yeah, it's the ultimate scare. It's darkness, cold, and being alone. And we do everything we can to fight it with um, traditions like Thanksgiving and Christmas morning, Christmas Eve, all that. Um, so yeah, one of the scariest times um, for humankind. And that's why there are so many traditions and so many stories. And um, there are way more. I, I, I kind of find that really interesting for example um the carol singers we have the same thing here in germany with um with um the when i when i talk in english too much i forget german words uh sternsinger yeah that's the one so people come into your doors and singing christmas songs and all that and um basically that was a tradition because people were starving so they they did a trick they uh went from door to door and um, sang songs. And when people opened the door, um, they were like, oh man, they're singing songs. And while they were singing songs, other people from the same group broke into your house and stole everything. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's basically wow. where this comes from. They had no other chance. They were like, we're starving out here. So we're going from door to door. We're going to sing songs. And while people are focused on us singing songs, our friends are breaking into the house and stealing all the food. And um, But it's a tradition that's still alive without people breaking in most of the time. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's where those traditions come from. You know? Or the mistletoe. For, the mistletoe was um, back in the very, very old times, like people who were like prisoners or something, if they'd been um, freed from their crimes, they had to stand on the mistletoe. And then um, later, like, again, we're, we're going back to the perverts and we're going back to the pedophiles. They said, okay, let's make something up with that. Um, hey, if you stand on the mistletoe, you can kiss everyone you want. And... Um, oh, look at this young, beautiful woman. I know I'm 83, but now I maybe I can kiss her because I'm staying under mistletoe. So there is there is a lot of um, weird stuff, dark stuff going on with those Christmas traditions. And um, but it all goes back to darkness, 
the fear of being alone and humankind having to survive in a climate that's rough. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's it's actually pretty interesting. It's also weird that like Christianity would pick this time of year for the birth of Jesus when in, if you actually like look at the way it's described in the Bible, it was like what summer, I think. Right. Uh, right. They just randomly um, like, oh yeah, December. That makes sense. No, no. By the way, not randomly. Um, because there were so many pagan traditions, mm-hmm. and Christianity had to fight that, because the pagans were like, yeah, a huge problem for them with their belief system. So um, they picked it, especially around this time. The same with Halloween. Um, it's the same thing. Um, those are older traditions, pagan stuff, like um, right. stuff that is way older than Christianity. So Christianity had to, had to come up with something and say, hey, we're going to claim those holidays um, for, for, for us because uh, we have to fight pagans. And um, that's what's happening here. So actually it's not random. Sense. Yeah. They they just it's it's the same thing. I don't know if it's, if it's the same in the states, but um, Halloween here in Germany, um, the next day is a very Christian uh, thing. It's um, uh, how do you say it in uh, English? But it, it's a very Christian holiday. So um, they claimed the next day and said, "All right, but you know you can't celebrate." after uh, 1 a.m. in the morning because then our holiday starts and all that. So they're always fighting those old, because Halloween is Samhain, right? It goes way, way back. So they made up this holiday to say, all right, you, hey, next day is our holiday. You can celebrate. Uh, all Saints Day, November 1st. Yeah, right. All Saints Day. Thank you. And um, so they always try to um, counter those traditional holidays with their own. And that's what they did with Christmas. But still, Christmas is basically a time for telling ghost stories or turning up all the lights, all the neon stuff we're still doing today, all the Christmas trees, all the light. It's to fight off demons and the darkness and the cold and cannibalism and whatever happened back in those days. So I personally think, and I love Christmas. I mean, I love the atmosphere. I love the lights. I love everything. But it's still the darkest time of the year. I love it. I love it. Daniel, this is why. This is why we have to have you on this show from time to time to bring the good, joy, cheerful feelings to everyone around. Um, I've been listening, enjoying this. I know. I'm just sitting back like, tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) What else? What what other lovely holiday tradition would you like to turn into a creepy thing for me today? Stockings. Stockings. Perchance, could you destroy stockings for us? 
Well, I don't. I have no idea because um, basically uh, stockings. To be honest, stockings are, I think, a real American thing because we don't have anything like that here in Europe. If I'm um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the stockings being like hung by the chimney with care was literally to dry them out. Uh, they yeah, would, they would hang them by the chimney so that they could dry them out. And make, wear them make, again makes the next a day. Makes a lot of sense to me because, um, yeah, now after the last week, uh, weekend after the snow, um, it's, yeah, it, you get wet stockings. And so um, I, I, I think that makes sense. Or it's a foot fetish thing. I don't know. <laughs> it turns out Kristen would leave a foot. Like. <laughs> <laughs> chop it chop it off and your foot would be in the stocking uh i believe also correct me if i'm wrong daniel but the whole like a christmas tree that's a pagan thing too as well correct yeah yeah, yeah absolutely uh, i mean like 99 of our christmas traditions are pagan and and that's why and that's exactly why um they claimed this day for Christ's birth. Now, there is a funny thing. I don't know if you know this, but um, in Germany, it's a little different. I mean, in, in the United States, um, Santa Claus is the big guy, right? He's coming mm -hmm. on, yep. on and all that. But in Germany, Santa Claus, like I said before, um, is coming on the 6th of December. And um, on Christmas, it's um, Christ's child. We, we call it Christkind. Christkind, it's uh, basically uh, Jesus as a baby um, with like looking like a cherub, like um, like an angel, um, and 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 he's bringing the presents. Right? So um, they and and they basically took all the uh, pagan stuff and um, made it Christian. <laughs> so it's it's the Christkind. It's 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 the child Christ that that's um, bringing the presents on um, not in the morning. Uh, I know in the States it's um, in the morning, but um, on the 24th of December, um, the evening on, on, on Christmas Eve, the presents are brought to the children by um, the Christ child. So it's very different. And, and, and they like, yeah, they they tried to bring religion and Christianity uh, into the old pagan traditions. So that's interesting. So I have a question for you, Daniel. And this is this is the mic that doesn't ask you as many questions. Um, <laughs> so, like growing up in Germany, did you believe in Santa Claus? Did you think that Santa came on Christmas Eve, or because like, and I know. Mike, you can attest to this. Like all our Christmas movies involve, you know, Santa goes around the entire world. So I guess as an American, you just assume that everyone in the world believes that on Christmas Eve, Santa's coming at night. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, here, here it's a little different um, because it's a Christkind, Christ child. And um, Saint Nicholas, Nicholas uh, is on the sixth. And uh, right. as a child, yes, yes, you believed it because 
Uh, we have um, on the 6th of September people in Bavaria uh, dressing up as uh, Saint Nick and um, coming to your home with Krampus, by the way, in, in full uh, gear. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> no, really. But um, and, and you believe it because um, he's knocking at your door. They're coming in. Of course, your parents paid for that. But um, yeah, so you believe it. Um, and um, there's a tradition on um on christmas eve where you know like um you you hear um what's it called a glocke um the bells um jingle bells there's a yeah there's a little bell ringing and then the christ child was in the living room and the presents are under the tree so yeah of course you believe it um mm -hmm. until you find out it's all bullshit and uh you have also real <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> you so believe what, it and uh, so would you yeah. like I'm trying to think of how to word this because obviously you know with my three children like we'll watch movies and Christmas movies and they love Christmas movies and some even toy with the idea of like even like kids movies well is santa real and as a parent at least my wife and i were like we want that magic to last as long as possible even though we're just blatantly lying to our children right but she'll like we'll watch a movie she's like they just mentioned something about the santa blah, blah. we watched elf i'm sure you've seen elf uh yeah, yeah and i and i said babe like santa's in this movie that's where he comes from the whole point of this movie is believing in santa it's fine but then that makes me wonder, like, if you were a child in another country and saw an American movie like that, would you be confused as hell? No, um, because um, no, 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 because uh, the um, well, the American movies are or have been always a thing here in Germany. Um, there is this one, uh, I love it. What's it called? Wonder on 34th Street. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Um, no, those movies are part of our culture as they okay. are of yours. Okay. Um, and and uh, Christmas Vacation, all that. Uh, by yeah, the way, I love that. Um, so no, no, we're not confused. It's it's like it's a cultural mix, um, and that's why Santa Claus is becoming a thing here over the last decades too because it's all mixing up you know and by the way um you you were saying with watching your children uh, i i think and this is another crossover with um holidays and the paranormal and all that um with the paranormal with traditions with holidays it's so important that people have this fascination this wonder for strange things for mysteries for stuff that might exist and um this might sound strange but the whole thing that's going on right now with disclosure and ufos and all that hey it's basically the same thing we are human beings we have 
um, a limited lifespan and we have our day jobs and we have so much shit going on. You know, we're we have to take care of our families. We have to take care of our rent. We have to um, pay our bills and all that. And and how wonderful is it that there is stuff out there um, that we can wonder about and we have no idea about. And we are like, hey, I want to believe, right? And I don't care if it's Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, Jesus Christ, because that's for me the same kind of thing. Um, Sinu, um, or I, I, everything. The main thing is keep wondering, keep asking, keep, you know, thinking about all this stuff. And there is so much more you can do with your human brain than just pay bills and go to work. And with the little ones, with our children, with, with the next generation, well, they might start this thinking process with um, Santa Claus or with the, the, the Christ child or with whatever uh, their parents teach them. But it's important to teach them that there is a fantastic universe out there we might never grasp, but it's still there and wonder about everything. Uh, I think wondering about stuff, trying to figure stuff out, thinking about stuff is what kind of kept us as a human race alive. Because, um, hey, you're here on this planet, maybe 80 years, maybe 90 years, but that's it. And um, how sad would it be to just use those years to work your ass off for nothing? So um, wonder about things, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's – man, I don't know. That was the perfect kind of wrap-up here. But I know, Daniel – you also wanted to make a uh, special announcement right here on Drive-By. So uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell the fine folks the, I'll just say the news. All right. Um, well, first of all, um, I I hope I brought some, well, okay, let's start this way. Um, <laughs> Mike F., I still yeah. fucking love you. I hope we didn't. Uh... Oh, no, man. I love you, bro. That's, that's, that's good radio, man. That's uh, Right. That's, that's, uh, so uh, it's good radio. we agree. As I, I said, Mike disagree. and I disagree all the time. That's part of the fun. Please, please radio. don't burn. Please don't burn down my building here, right? Um, yeah. I don't know this how to little... fire, man. Just put them out. <laughs> this little apartment <laughs> is all I have. Um Right. Uh, and then I hope I um, brought some different kind of Christmas vibe to your show. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, this is very important. And um, right. Here is the big moment. And I'm really nervous because it's a big moment for me. It really is. And I'm so thankful to be uh, able to do this on your show um, because your show and my show 
um, we've been connected for a very long time. People might not notice. There are no, you know, there might be new listeners. But um, the Drive by Wrestling podcast and WID have been friends for a very long time. Um, and so I did a lot of stuff in the background and I waited for today um, to really, I mean, I teased stuff. Yeah, I did. But um, <laughs> the real announcement, I waited for this day. So this day is very special for me. And um, I can only say, what have you done, Mike and Mike? Because you basically provoked um, a talpa. You know what a talpa is? No. <laughs> something, uh, I something do. You... I knew <laughs> you were going to say no, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> a talpa is something you create from your mind and um what have you done oh my oh my what have you done you created something um it's almost like the guy who put the fire out actually helped to start it <clears throat> um all right um <laughs> here it is uh people listeners of the drive-by wrestling podcast you're the first to hear this it's been a long time. It's It really has been a long time. It's almost been um, two years. WIG with me, Daniel Grothy, is officially coming back. Um, I'm coming back live on the air. And um, the first show will be one day before this year is over. It's going to be on... Um, the 30th of December, and um, it's going to happen exclusively on my website. It's uh, danielgrothy.us. Um, why not YouTube? Well, YouTube is censoring, and YouTube won't accept my music. I can't accept that because I love musical breaks, and I'm going to do old-school radio. It's um, called Extra terrestrial radio for a reason because it's radio it's not a fucking podcast <laughs> um it will of course be available on all the podcasts out there after that but um, <laughs> but the original stream is a live radio stream i have my own server um it's a good server it's not capped i can have as many people on as i want to so um on the day before the new year's eve um, visit my site danielgrothy.us and listen live to the return of wid and i'm going to tell you this exclusively my first guest will be alex mistreda and um, alex is a big big thing um was um you know los angeles move on guy um is into Skinwalker Ranch, was there personally. So we're going to do a recap of uh, this year with all the paranormal stuff, um, disclosure, the alien mummies, everything. And um, yeah, so surprise, Merry Christmas, <laughs> WID is coming back in a big way. I won't be doing shows every single day but there will be two or three every month and um, I can't freaking 
wait because I can't wait to say good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be out there on this crazy planet. This is Daniel Grothy, and you're listening to WID again. I flip and love it. And Daniel, I'll edit this out if you don't want me to say this, but uh, we've talked, of course, behind the scenes. And you mentioned, too, you're doing two to three shows a month. Um, you're planning on Saturday, Sundays? Yeah, it's going to be due on the weekends because, hey, I, I have to work to pay the rent. And um, yeah, the time difference is always a problem. So uh, I want to have guests. I mean, I'm going to do open line shows. And nah, by the way, this is a this is a nice info too. Maybe I have a phone number now for people in the United States to call. That's, and it's that's what uh, I was getting at, Daniel. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um it, it's going to be a huge difference because um I'm going to do open lines and people can actually call a phone number in the United States and the number is located in Pahrump. Nevada. <laughs> and uh, that's, of course, the home of Art Bell. And you know, Art Bell has been a huge, huge, huge inspiration to me. Um, and I secured a phone number in Pahrump uh, that you can call me on. And Mike, we tried it. It works flawlessly. Yeah, um, it works flawlessly. Yes, sir. <laughs> so um, you have Skype, you have a phone number in the United States, and we're going to do open line shows. But yeah, I want to have guests on, of course, and um, because of the time difference, um, only the weekends are possible for me to do the show because sometimes um, I will do shows where, you know, in Los Angeles or something, people uh, <laughs> 11 a.m. and uh, it's uh, already 2 p.m., uh, sorry, uh, 10 p.m. here, so... Uh, I will do it on the weekends, but WID is coming back, and you guys are a big, big reason for it. So I uh, hope you're happy with this tulpa. And um, I can't wait. I really can't wait. By the way, and this is important too, you guys will be on my show too. We still don't have a date. But um, we'll, we'll get it figured out. My uh, after today, my December is going to be dumb. So <laughs> it might have to be after the figure, first of the year for me. Hey, we will figure it out. Um, but uh, I want to have you guys on the show and we're going to do a whole paranormal thing. And I know that Mike F. I promise you I'm on. I won't make fun of flat earthers. <laughs> Uh, all good, but I know you are way more into the paranormal as you are um, saying right now, because I know you have a lot of knowledge about that. Yeah, a I, lot of knowledge. I, I have, I have, a, compared to the two of you, I have a moderate amount of knowledge. Yeah, but I know you're into this stuff, and um, I, and Mike, of I course, like too. Spooky, and I like spooky. Yes. Yeah, and we're going we're going to talk about real spooky stuff when you guys are on because um, I saved a few things, I have a few things prepared already. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so yeah, 
again, WRD is coming back, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, I can't freaking wait. Visit my website, danielgrothy.us. This is where it's exclusively going down um, as a live stream when it's live. And uh, after that, of course, and all the podcast apps starting on December the 30th with Alex Mistretta. And um, I can't wait. I, I too can't wait. Uh, I will put your website in the description of this episode, of course. And Daniel, would you like me to give out your uh, number for U.S. callers to call you? Well, I, I'd i love to um, have a little promotion here, so go ahead. Okay. The number to talk to Daniel on his open lines is 775-990-8813. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. It works flawlessly. I tested it with Daniel, and you don't have to download Skype. You just call him. It's not going to cost you anything. It's just a Nevada number. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm glad to have you back. Uh, I'm glad to have. Thank a, you so much. I, I've I've eliminated a lot of my podcasts I used to listen to out of my rotation and podcasts and audiobooks get me through work. So being able to add a quality one is going to be amazing. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited hey. to have a good quality spooky podcast back on the air. Thank you so much, guys. And I have to tell you something. This is so insane to me because, um, um, as you know, and people who listen to my show know, I had so much. I had. I was so blessed. I had so much luck. I had so many great people on, um, and people who you know, have been a stable in the paranormal world since the nineties. And, um, um, what I'm trying to do here is to bring back this feeling of a pre podcast paranormal talk radio show, not something, you know, like not the modern stuff. So just the wonder, the paranormal, like, um, the, the real mystery without the drama. And just like in the nineties, you tuned into coast to coast or something like that. Right. And it was just a conversation and paired with music and breaks and you could call a number. And, um, I have, uh, something, you know, Don, if you remember Don, if you've listened to my show back then, Don has been a caller and then the voice of WD, he's the guy who uh, made the jingles and said, call Daniel now and I love him. Um, and he made new ones. And so it's it's Arthur Unknown uh, with Bob Lazar as my intro song. Um, he he made new jingles for me. So it's, it's going to be, uh, I have a jingle, by the way, exactly for that. It's going to be a time machine back to the 90s because <laughs> you won't be able to see me you won't be able to do a fancy podcast thing you will be able to listen to me live on the air and shoot me a fast place on my website or shoot me an email and i will answer questions uh, you can call me on the phone line but um it's going to be a live radio show like it's been 1996 and um, it's going to be, I think, a lot of fun. And uh, I can't wait. I just can not wait to have you guys on the air. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I love it. Um, 
guys, I think, I think we, uh, I think we hit our mark. Uh, I'm going to say here at drive by, we're going to Mike and I, at some point going to do our, uh, prediction show for the next year in pro wrestling and get that out. But other than that, this is our last show of our real last show of the year. As we enter the holiday season, my work gets crazy. Apparently Mike's no longer does. So that's fun, but Hey, <laughs> screw me. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> but so from us to you guys have a very safe happy holiday uh merry christmas happy new year um and i say it every week it's been real it's been fun we will catch you next time uh all right and i'm gonna let daniel finish it i'm gonna let daniel finish it so that's why i was gonna do it I like Daniel better. I think that's what you said. Um, uh, See, this is a this is this is a turn because I thought we're gonna fight in a wrestling ring soon. But um, now uh, now now you're saying you like me. I I love you, man. Hey, let me just. You just have bad things on wrestling. It's not your fault. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know, but but I I always wanted to do that. So um, uh, just for one quick quick, you know, just to and then you can say whatever you want. But I always wanted to do this. I wanted always on a live show say, ho ho ho, Merry Christmas. <laughs> because oh. we don't have something like that in Germany. That's. Uh... <laughs> Um, which is unfortunate. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week and enjoy your pagan cross Christian festivities. <laughs> your pedophile pagan. <laughs> pedophilic pagan cross. Let's be real, pedophilic Christian. Belief. Right. Christians ain't out here looking hot lately on this pedophilia shit either, so, yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, by the way, when you're on my show, we have to talk about German Bigfoot because I know Mike wanted to ask questions about it. Hell yeah, let's you, do it. I questions about what holidays uh, from the Peckham beliefs we merged with the Christian beliefs to get Christmas, but it is what it is. That's for another show. <laughs> and stuff your faces with good food because – um. Being skinny won't save you of dying. Stuff your faces with good food because it's what Bale would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, oh. thank you so much. It was so much fun to be yeah. on the air with you. Yeah, it was a good Absolutely. Time. for being here, man. Yeah, you are obviously welcome anytime, and um, we will definitely have to make it kind of like a – Maybe a drive-by holiday special with Daniel from WID every now and again, oh, so as to not occupy too much of your uh, your uh, radio time. I love it, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out, Mike, for sure. Um, Daniel, uh, we're, me and Mike are going to shut up now, and we want you to do a special, uh, you know, your your usual sign-off for your show. Well, there's not much to sign off on my show. I always uh, give a good intro, but I um, sign off um, with not a special catchphrase. But in this case, I want to say thank you. And I really want to say thank you um, for the time I had on your show. Um, 
thank you for giving me the opportunity and thank you for creating this tulpa. I hope it doesn't come and bite you in the ass. Um, but um, yeah, hey, to all the listeners, again, have a very Merry Christmas. Um, in a dark time, I don't care. It's still Christmas. Love each other. Take care of everyone you love. And thank you so much for listening to us. And um, the two mics will always give you quality content. Um, I'm sure of that. So um, tune into Drive-By. Tune into WID when it's back. And thanks for being part of this. Because you make us. Bye-bye. For toasting them, caroling out in the snow There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago